Welcome into the In the Money podcast for Saturday, September 10th at Kentucky Downs. I'm Tom Leach along with Jim Goodman, Keeneland's Director of Wagering Development. Fantastic card and the late pick four that we're going to take a look at, Jim, is four graded stakes races. Uh, they've got several million dollar races down there on Saturday. It'll be just a tremendous day of racing. And we're going to start with the grade two FanDuel turf sprint, the ninth race, three-year-olds and up. Obviously, everything's on the turf. This is at six furlongs. Uh, they don't run a lot of races at six furlongs, so it's a pretty tight run into that uh, turn up on the top of the hill. Who do you like? Well, I like the 12 horse, but I don't like the 12 horse in this in this race. The rest to be red looks like the class of the field here. Uh, Wesley Ward has done very well at Kentucky Downs. He's won three races already down there. And this horse comes out of the Jiper at Belmont where um, he only lost by half a length to Casa Creed. That was a grade one. Prior to that, he won at Churchill at five and a half on the turf and the turf sprint on Derby Day and got a hundred buyer there. So he backed up the 200 buyers. Gave him off a little time, probably pointed for this race. Uh, it's a million-dollar purse, and this horse is 6 out of 10 lifetime uh, out of Pioneer of the Nile. Uh, has not raced the Kentucky Downs. That's the only negative that, that I see. Uh, but I think that uh, I read Ortiz Jr., who, as we record this, is just coming off a five-win day at Colonial Downs. So he knows how to ride anywhere. Uh, I would put him on any horse, any place. So I'm going to take a rest of red on top here. I think there's a couple horses that also have a shot in here, and my second choice is Arzak, the five horse for Michael Trombetta. Uh, based on uh, a second to Golden Pal, or I'm sorry, a fourth to Golden Pal back in the Troy handicap at Saratoga on August 5th, only got beat by three quarters of a length at five and a half furlongs. Uh, ran behind a couple other horses that came back to win, and uh, Rosario rode that day. Uh, Kimura has ridden this horse, uh, written his regular. Uh, jockey at Woodbine, and he comes down here to ride this race. So I think Arzac's got a big shot in here. Gregorian Chant for D'Amato and, and Jose Ortiz. Chewing Gum for Rosario and Bill Mott have to be considered. Uh, Necker Island's interesting. He's really good on the dirt. This is his first turf race in a long, long time. Uh, they tried him, and he did run at Kentucky Downs not very well back in September of 21. So Necker Island, maybe if you're looking for somebody to fill out the try. But uh, Arrest Me Red is going to be my pick. Don't like the outside post, but I think Ortiz is good enough to overcome it. Yeah, and as I've watched those races, uh, the uh, the outside posts have, have done just fine. Now, again, this is the, the rare six-furlong race, so it's a little more challenging, I think, for the outside post. And for that reason and the fact that the horse has never run it at Kentucky Downs, I'm going to try to beat the favorite. Um, Got to try to uh, find a, a spot to beat a favorite and – so I'm, I'll obviously use Arrest Me Red on the pick four when we get there. But I ended up taking a shot with a price here, front run the Fed. This horse ran a 101 buyer in this race in 2020. Now, if he could get back to that, then I think that would make him a player. He's cutting back in distance and got a new trainer now, used to be with Chad Brown. And this is the third start off a layoff. Horse won at five and a half. Then they stretched him out to uh, two turns and a mile and a I think he's he's best around one turn, and so that's what he gets here. And uh, I'm going to take a shot with front run the Fed. Totally boss off the fact that he's won here for Rusty Arnold. I'm going to use uh, Chewing Gum, has won here, gets Rosario, and the second start off the layoff for Bill Mott, so a lot of reasons to think that horse could improve. I'm going to throw Chasing Artie in simply because 
uh, everything Safi Joseph is sending out is firing. So I'm going to throw Sa uh, Safi Joseph's horse in here chasing Artie. And then Arzak is the other one. Just He is in career best form and uh, can certainly uh, lead them into the stretch. And we'll see if he, he hangs on. So I'm going to go deep, obviously. But my win pick, I'm going to try front run the Fed. The Grade 2 Kentucky Turf Cup is next for three-year-olds and up going a mile and a half. And I think Gufo's the, the big favorite here off that impressive win at Saratoga. It's a, a fairly quick turnaround. And he is, uh, I think, not, you know, a horse that's a little in and out. I mean, his numbers have been consistent, but as far as getting the win, he's been a little in and out. So I'm going to uh, try to take a stand against a favorite here. And Arklow would be a logical alternative here off his affinity for Kentucky Downs and making the second start off the layoff. So he should be primed for you know, a, a peak effort. But I took Red Knight at a price here. The horse is now in Maker's Barn, making his second start for Maker. Was off 11 months and ran a 91 buyer and won at a mile and a half at Colonial. And that just has all the looks of uh, prep for this spot. He, if he ran the 91 there and wasn't fully cranked, then he can, you know, run. He could run another 10 points higher and, and be in the mix here. He's run well on this track. He's a mile-and-a-half specialist. So for all those reasons and the price, I'm going to uh, take uh, Red Knight. Mike Maker's got a sensational record in this race and has several entries in here, one of which is Temple. If you want to go deeper, uh, might be worth a look. He'd be my second pick among the, the makers in here. But I'm going to try to uh, for a swing for the fences here with Red Knight. How about you in the Kentucky Turf Cup? I went opposite. I think it's a uh... – this is the, the race that I felt best about with going with Gufo and Arklow. Um, Arklow loves Kentucky Downs, two for two, two for four with a with a set, two seconds. So never been out of the exact at Kentucky Downs. Uh, Giroux rides him back. Giroux rides Kentucky Downs very well. Uh, the horse comes off a nice tune-up in the Bowling Green, where he only lost to Rock Emperor, a really good Chad Brown horse by half a length. And uh, moving forward in his second start back off a short, off a fairly long layoff. He was off since October. I think it's reasonable to assume that Arklow will move forward coming back to one of his favorite tracks. Gufo is just classy. Sword dancer last time out. Uh, very professional. Ran down Mirror Mission in the last couple of strides and had a 104 buyer. So he's grade one winner uh, there and his last five buyers have been between 100 and 104. So that's what it's going to take to win here and I think Gufo uh, is logical here. Never has been to Kentucky Downs, uh, but Christophe Clement gets him ready. Rosario rides Kentucky Downs well. So I'm going to stick with Arklo and Grufo. I'm going to give you a long shot, though, to get in the money that, that you didn't mention. Uh, it's Glen County at 30 to 1. It's another maker. <laughs> uh, yes. Uh, and the reason I like this horse is if you go way back in his, in his past performances, his best race on, his, on the page is the Turf Cup. Kentucky Downs on September 11th of 21 at a mile and a half, 97 buyer, only lost by a length and a half and finished right behind Arklo. No way this horse should be 30 to 1 and picks up a great new French jockey, uh, Cheminot, and uh, who has ridden this turf course very well down here. Only has one win to show for it, but came out of the clouds with a 48 to 1 shot on opening day to get second. So I would, I'm going to key a couple favorites on top, and I'm going to put Glenn County in there second and third, because I think he's got a real shot. 11th race is the grade three mint ladies sprint. Phillies and mares three and up. They will go six and a half furlongs here. And how do you see this one? 
I think this one's wide open. Uh, I, I couldn't narrow it down. I think Campanella is going to be the favorite here because of Ward and Ortiz. But she hasn't run since Escott. She obviously ran well at Keeneland in the Giants' causeway back in the spring, but has never seen Kentucky Downs. And Wesley's horses have shipped back from overseas have not done as well as you would hope. And uh, I think Campanelle's beatable in here. And I think she's going to take a ton of money with our Red Ortiz and just the background that she's got. I think In Good Spirits has got a big shot. She's won at Kentucky Downs. Star Divine for Jorge Abreu has a 92 buyer back in Giants Causeway. It was only two lengths behind Campanelle and has a right to, to improve. Creative Credits horse that, that's eight for 18 lifetime has won four in a row at indiana and ellis park a lot of times those tracks get overlooked here but their form really holds up on kentucky downs and the final horse i'll use is jouster for pletcher and rosario because it's pletcher and rosario but i'm gonna go deep here go a little deeper but i'm gonna stick with those five uh campanelle is a good shot to win but i think she's also a little vulnerable in this spot I took Campanella on top here. This is the, the one favorite I did take. Uh, the Ward-Ortiz combo was a big part of it, obviously. I like the fact that she ran a close second at Ascot at six furlongs on heavy ground. So, you know, this, the six and a half is a little bit of a question here. Uh, she's probably at her best at five and a half on something like the Keeneland turf course. But uh, I think the, the race at Ascot suggests that the, the six and a half is uh, possible for her. But... Certainly wasn't going to single her. Uh, I took Jouster as the, set my second horse. I like the cutback, and I like the Pletcher-Rosario uh, combo. And This horse has been running right there with, with good horses, and uh, I think get with a, a nice post draw here, get a good trip, um, this one could uh, be very, uh, very dangerous. Rosario uh, owned this meet last year. Been off to a little bit of a slower start here. Gaflion's been hot, and... Um, I wouldn't be surprised if, if Rosario had a big day on Saturday. Um, so I think Jouster's, for me, the uh, the next most likely winner here. I took the uh, one horse uh, mainly because Gaffleyon's been riding so well. They storm. Um, Toby's Heart, the six, I, I took that one uh, just off the fact that uh, she's one for one at this track. And I could certainly go deeper. Uh, I didn't uh, go any uh, deeper on my pick four than uh, actually three horses in here. But that's um, uh, part of why I, you know, if I'm, uh, I kind of leaned a little more toward Campanella in the spot and Jouster. I think one of those two I kind of feel like is going to get this. So I'm not going as deep here as, uh, as probably it sounds like you will in the spot. So Campanelle for me. Twelfth race is wrapping up the pick four and the card on Saturday. It's the grade two Franklin Simpson. It's three-year-olds going six and a half furlongs. Big Invasion is going to be the big favorite in here. Uh, he has been sensational coming off a, a nice win at Saratoga where he beat the horse that I'm going to try to beat him with, and that's asymmetric, the 10. And the reason I'm taking the 10, I fully acknowledge it's going to be awfully hard to beat Big Invasion here. But asymmetric is 8-1 to one with Ward and Arad Ortiz. Uh, I don't think this horse liked being choked back last time. Arad sent him to the front, and he couldn't hold off Big Invasion, but that was uh, at a little bit longer trip. Here you get Arad Ortiz back in the saddle after Jamie Spencer choked this horse back last time, and... Uh, there was no way that horse was going to pass Big Invasion. He needed to be in front of Big Invasion and try to hold him off. And I think that's what the strategy will likely be here. Um, so 
I'm going to, uh, on that angle, take a shot with asymmetric to beat Big Invasion and just go too deep when I get to the pick four. How about you? I'm going to go a little deeper here. I, I took a lot of the outside horses. I think uh, Big Invasion is going to be the favorite, obviously, and he's got a, what, six-race win streak, seven, six out of seven lifetime. The one thing about the six-and-a-half furlongs distance at Kentucky Downs, with the run-up, it's, more, it's closer to seven furlongs. Uh, I think the run-up on one race that they ran on opening day was like 300 feet, which is a long run-up. And, and if you calculate that, it comes out to right at seven furlongs. So I think Big Invasion is Mike better at five and a half, a lot better at five and a half. Did did win at seven furlongs a, a lesser stakes race at Belmont. But I'm thinking this distance might might feed a couple others a little bit better. I used Asymmetric um, for Wesley Ward. also used Sumter for Richard Mandela, horse coming out of the West Coast, cutting back in distance from mile 16th and mile races. Uh, I think fits this distance very well. I use Stitched for Foley and Giroux. Horse is stepping up in class, but has run really well at Indiana and at Churchill, and is on a three-win, a three-race win streak and five at eight lifetime. All in sync for Asmussen, uh, coming out of the turf sprint at Ellis that, that was a prep for this race. Uh, getting better at the right time with a huge 94 buyer. If uh, he repeats that, he's going to be right there. So I'm going to go all on the outside here with actually probably six horses when we get to pick four. Well, we are at the pick four time, so what's your ticket look like? Well, it's going to be much different from yours. We I don't think we we match things very well this time, but mine is light in the front and heavy in the back. So I'm going to take only two horses in the first leg, the uh, five, Arzac, and the 12, Arrest Red. And then two horses again in the 10th race, uh, taking a stand with Arclo and Gufo, the 4 and the 8. And then I'm going to spread in the last two races. In the 11th, the Mint Lady Sprint, I'm going to go 5 deep, 3, 5, 9, 10, and 11. And then I'm going to go 6 deep in the finale, 5, 6, 7, 8, 9, 10. So it's 5, 12 with 4, 8, with 3, 5, 9, 10, 11. With five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten for sixty dollars, I have a feeling our tickets are going to look a lot different. Yes, the amount ends up about the about the same, but I have six deep in the opening leg: two, five, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Uh, so leaning a little more to the uh, outside here. Uh, chewing gum is the only one I've got down close to the rail. So two, five, nine, ten, eleven, twelve. Then one, four, and eight, using Red Knight, the long shot with the two uh, lower prices. Then ten three one, then uh, ten and six asymmetric and big invasion. Just going too deep in the last leg for a fifty four dollar ticket for me, but a uh, much uh, different path to get there. That's just the the nature of Kentucky Downs. You uh, you 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 can't go as deep as you would like, uh, or most of us can anyway uh, at uh, at this track. So you you take a stand one or two times in a multi race bet and uh, hope you can get through it. And then if you do, you could be well rewarded. So good luck on uh, to all of our listeners on their plays on Saturday. Um, the Aqueduct meet starts. The, the Belmont meet is being contested at Aqueduct this fall. And so that uh, cranks up this weekend. Uh, and then uh, Churchill's uh, next week. So you know, obviously the Kentucky circuit is at uh, Kentucky Downs. And just a great card on Saturday. And uh, without a lot of uh, other big racing around the country, uh, I think – they are going to uh, draw all the eyeballs of the horse players on Saturday. So make sure you have money in your Keeneland Select account if you're watching football so you can also play the races. For Jim Goodman, I'm Tom Leach. That's the In the Money Podcast for KeenelandSelect.com.